Hi, I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. You're listening to Nourish Noshes, stories about real people, real food, and real life. We're integrative health counselors on a quest to make the world a healthier place. So glad you've joined us. So here we are in the middle of summer. Love summer. Love the sun, yeah. right? It's so beautiful out now. And so we chose to talk about vitamin D. Yes. Vitamin D and summer go well together. They absolutely do. So let's kick off by talking about why vitamin D is even in the news and what have we found out over the last decade because this is something fairly new to the mass population. Right. Right. It's been discovered, I think, very recently that most people are deficient in it, and so that's why it's been out there. So uh, we wanted to address that and say, yes, we are. Most we of are. us are most deficient. Us. Yeah. And there's reasons why, which we'll discuss, too. Okay. So, But first, vitamin D, we think of it as a vitamin, but it's not, really. It's a hormone. It acts as a hormone in our body in optimal levels. So let's talk about the optimal levels, right? Right. Starting at 30 is in a normal range. But that doesn't mean optimal. No. Normal isn't optimal. That's the minimum, really. Minimum, right. right. So but we don't want to be minimum. We no, absolutely to... not. So the optimal level um, is between about 50 and 80. So, of course, there's a variable. There's, you know, that's 30 points because we're different people. But if you have above 50 and somewhere between that range, you're in the optimal level and your body's operating the way it needs to. So it helps us absorb calcium, right, and phosphorus. So when we take supplements, we need to take them together. That's right. right? You should always take calcium and vitamin D together. Um, and vitamin D is actually fat-soluble. So um, a lot of the foods that contain vitamin D are naturally fatty foods because nature takes care of all of that. But if you're taking it as a supplement, you need to take it with a meal with, that has fat. Absolutely. So that you absorb it properly. Right. And it's fat-soluble, which means we can store that vitamin D. That's right. So we need to know that, too. Summer, winter, right. where's it coming from? And it stores in our fat. So That's right. So don't be too skinny. That's right. Don't be too... <laughs> that's not good for your vitamin D levels. That's right. <laughs> so what does it do for us? What it, When we're in our optimal levels between 50 and 80, um, and that's a number you can get from your doctor, you might have to ask him or her for that number, for, for a the vitamin D mm -hmm. test, because in typical blood tests, they don't typically do your vitamin D level. A lot of them don't. So optimal levels of vitamin D help us grow. It helps form our bones and our teeth starting out as babies, right? right? So starting out as infants um, all the way up. That's it's right. It's very supportive of our, our own creation. That's right. So the, so women who are carrying babies need to have a sufficient level of vitamin D in order for their babies to form properly, mm. you know? So I, I wonder, you know, kids who have lots of cavities, even if they're not eating junk all the time, maybe it's because their mothers were deficient. Oh, you wonder. Right. It also helps regulate our heartbeat. Mm -hmm. A big one too is the enhancement of immunity. Absolutely. So anyone with a compromised immune system, if you often get sick through the winter, or if you get summer colds all the time, or if you're constantly at the doctor or, on antibiotics regularly or taking cold medicine, whatever. Um, it could be a deficiency of vitamin D, boost that. It could um, be the thing that turns you around. Absolutely. Yep. It also protects against uh, mu muscle weakness. Mm. 
So if you have weakness and you can't understand it, maybe you work out or whatever else and you still feel weak, mm -hmm. it could be a deficiency in vitamin D. Or I know some elderly folks who say, oh, it's just my age. Right. And, you know, <laughs> maybe it's a vitamin D deficiency. And, of course, maybe getting a little bit more of a workout. In. Yes, that's right. <laughs> It also helps prevent and treat cancers right. and other diseases like osteoporosis and osteoarthritis. Right. So if we're in a disease state of any kind, um, it's something to look at. That's right. Get tested. That's right. Optimal vitamin D levels also help with our healthy inflammatory response. So if you have a deficiency, then our body may become inflamed um, unnecessarily. And most most people who are somewhat ill or somewhat not at optimal health have a level of inflammation and vitamin D may be very well why because of that deficiency. Yeah, and just plug for our other um, two-part series on sugar. That's if right. Talk about inflammation, definitely go listen to the sugar podcast for sure. One of the, the more well-known things I think, um, I mean, people do know about arthritis and mm -hmm. they might think of that for vitamin D. They, that's why they supplement milk, which is not ideal in and of um, vitamin D is also necessary for blood clotting and mm. for thyroid function. And thyroid is a big one out there right now. A it lot really of people is. are having problems with thyroid. So. so let's actually talk about the numbers. I mean, we say most of us are deficient. Mm -hmm. Let's, I mean, we, we found a study, right? Tell us about that uh, study. Yeah, there was a study in the New England Journals of uh, Medicine that said that 57% of adults are deficient. And that means that their levels were below 30 Right. Because that's their number. Right. So other sources, especially in our more holistic community, when you look up vitamin D levels, they say that the, the deficiency is more closer to 80 or 90 percent, right. especially in the wintertime. And I would venture to say that's true. I mean, both of us were extremely healthy eaters mm -hmm. and both of us were deficient up until a couple of years ago. Right. So I would say that, yes, most people are. I'd say it probably is between 80 and 90 percent people. So let's talk about how we even got there. I mean, how did we get deficient? We weren't always deficient, no. I'm assuming. Right. I mean, it is something new that we're studying right. in our in the science and right. in the studies, but how did we even get here? Yeah. You think about, we always go back to when we were cave people, you know, yeah. because that's, that's the way humans are supposed to be living, typically. I mean, this world that we live in is not a natural world. Mm -hmm. When we were cave people originally, we all lived around the equator. You know, we didn't wear much clothing. Mm -hmm. We were in the sunlight all the time. We were getting copious amounts of vitamin D. And right. people still living there now are no problem. They have vitamin D. Right. But we did move north, and we started putting clothes on. <laughs> and we started working in offices and commuting in cars. Right. And... Living in houses and... And we've developed caves for ourselves, basically. Right. So we've become cave dwellers. <laughs> and we're not getting the sunlight that we used, used to get. We also well, are... Well, go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to talk about our extreme fear of the sun. Right. Um, with our scare of melanoma yeah. and slathering on sunscreen. That's right. And there is absolutely this balance that we need between getting natural sun to skin mm -hmm. and converting that sun to this vitamin into this hormone that we need right. versus 
being out in the sun and enjoying nature and being protected at the same time. So we need to have a balance between the two. That's right. Being so fearful of the sun, there are studies out there now saying people who don't get any sun because they're covered up with hats and clothing and never go outside, they're actually dying sooner. Right. And we need a healthy balance in that. And everybody's a little bit different. Right. And so there's a study out there that was groundbreaking in 2011. And it was in cancer prevention research, and it suggested that optimal blood levels of vitamin D offers protection against sunburn and skin cancer. So if you are deficient in vitamin D and you have skin cancer, you know. That's ironic, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, it probably really isn't, but we think of it that way because we think of that giving us cancer. Right. But if that's not what's giving us cancer, it's really the deficiency. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, the other idea I was thinking about was... We, the reason we use sunscreen so often, too, is because we burn easily. Yeah. And the reason we burn easily is because we're not out in the sun a lot. You know, and it's, right. a, it's a gradual process. And I actually thought of my father-in-law in this way because he fishes. So he's outside even in the winter. He has a tan throughout the year. Mm-hmm. He's not a dark-skinned guy, but he has a light tan throughout the year, and he never burns. There you and go. And it's because he's outside all the time and right. so if we were like that we wouldn't have to use sunscreen because we would develop our own natural melatonin sunscreen and we wouldn't need that right so. right so the lesson there is actually taking it in bits and pieces right. when we you know disrobe from the winter and actually get out in into the beautiful sunshine if we're not fishermen right right <laughs> <laughs> there's other reasons to go outside that's right that's right, right. but you know there's something else interesting um, about absorbing vitamin d through the sun too is that it actually takes about an hour for the cholesterol in our skin. Cholesterol is what converts the sunlight to vitamin D in our bodies. So it takes about an hour for the cholesterol in our skin to do that conversion and to absorb into our body. So if we go That's outside, so fascinating. It, it is, we go outside and we're in the sun and we get sweaty and we absorb all the sun and we get sweaty, we go inside and shower right away. We're actually washing away the vitamin D. Oh my gosh. So next time I go gardening, we're, you know, enjoying time at the beach. Come inside and relax for a while before showering. Love it. Love it. <laughs> but you know, the interesting thing too about animals is, oh. and, and you noticed this too. I noticed this. My cats follow the sun yes. in the house. Right. And after they sunbathe, they lick themselves. Right. And it's them absorbing the sunlight right. through their tongue and getting it into their body right so if we do that instead of showering (laughs) if you really need to get clean then lick yourself (laughs) learn from nature right um the other thing is too because we live in houses and we're Mm -hmm. cave dwellers um we suggest that you do supplementation because it's probably not realistic for you to be outside every single day for several hours unless you want to move to the equator that's right in that case you don't need supplementation that's right um but it does take about six to ten months for you to get sort of fill the tank for you to get to the optimal level. So you Mm -hmm. can't just take vitamin D for a month and think, okay, I'm all set. We're so deficient and we've been deficient for so long. You need to take it for probably a good year or so to get to that optimal level. And then maybe in the summer, if you're going to be outside, you can take a break from it for a few months Mm -hmm. um, and then go back on in the colder months if you're not outside. Um, But it's not something that you just take for a short period of time and you're all set. Right. And this is uh, another advocacy for getting your blood work done and making sure you get that D3 Mm -hmm. tested. Right. And D3, what's interesting, because there are a couple forms of D. Yes. Um, D3 is the most active. That's what they call. There's D2, which is the kind that they fortify milk and orange juice with. Right. Um, It's also the kind that we get through foods. 
um, in order for that to work in our body, it needs to be converted by our liver and then another step in our kidneys to become active. Whereas vitamin D3 through the sunlight is active right away. Right. So. Well, and there's some other places we can get it too, like cod liver oil. Right. And fatty fish. Fatty fish and organ meats. And organ meats. So the other thing is, I, w I just want to mention too, there may be reasons that you're not absorbing vitamin D as well. There are some instances where if you um, have liver or gallbladder disorders in any kind, mm -hmm. you, leaky gut, yes, that all interferes with absorption. So you could be taking supplements or being out in the sun and still you're not getting the levels that you need because of those reasons. Right. Um, also, those people who are on cholesterol-lowering drugs. That's a mm. big problem with absorbing vitamin D. And we know that's so popular. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Unfortunately. Yep. So if your liver and your kidneys and your gallbladder are all being compromised in some way, we, you know, that's something to work with first, but also realize that the vitamin D is not being absorbed, which can cause uh, further problems. Right. Sort of that, that circle where the chicken and the egg right. kind of thing. Right. So we just want to wrap up. We want to encourage you to get your vitamin D tested. Go for optimal levels of 50 to 80 as your target. Right. If you need to or decide to supplement, let us know. We can help you out and figure out what kinds of supplementation to take and mm -hmm. how much. And uh, enjoy nature. Get there in the sun and, and drips. Okay. And get outside in your bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. Join us next time for more of Nourish Noshes. Continue the conversation about real people, real food, and real results on our Facebook page, Nourish Cookbook. Be well.